What's up, everybody? This is Sydney, and you're listening to Friendly Fire. Welcome back to Friendly Fire. Y'all know me. I'm your host, Sean. My co-host, Sydney. What up? What up? We got a ton of football. God damn it. We got a ton of football to get to today. A little bit of Christmas Day basketball we'll talk at the end of the show, but uh, you want to start with Saints and the Colts? I want to do this backwards. I don't want to start with the Lions. Um, It's a lot of stuff that happened with the Saints on Monday night, so you go. Um, Yeah, we can start there. The game went just as just about I figured it was going to go. Um, you said it perfectly last week. This this isn't – the Colts are on the level of the Saints. That's not the level of competition that's comparable to them right now. Um, the Colts are average, and, and, the, and the Saints aren't. They're upper tier, you know. So it played out just about um, – just about as everyone expected it to. Uh, I, I've been saying for probably four or five weeks now, ever since Drew Brees said it, about them still seeking for their perfect performance or their perfect game. And this was closer. This is the closest we've gotten to it this season. Um, still not it. The defense was able to the defense was able to hold their own, but didn't force any turnovers. Only had one sack. Um, but offensively, it was a perfect game. Uh, it was a perfect game special teams-wise, minus an a actual special team touchdown. But those are rare. You know, that's not something you're going to be out here getting every game. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, man, the Saints in prime time, they're hard to beat, especially when Drew coming out chasing the record. Or having a not chasing a record, but having a record right there in front of him. Yeah. Um, he proved he keeps proving his greatness. People people kind of forget about him because he missed those games earlier this season. But if he if he would have never got hurt, we'd be talking about him in the MVP discussion. It'd still probably be Lamar Jackson over him because of the way he plays. Mm-hmm. But stats wise, Drew Brees would still be at the top of this league. Um, Michael Thomas is going to be setting history right behind him come next week, week after mm. hopefully next week so hopefully some things wrap up in this next week to where we ain't really got to worry about it the last week of the season but all in all like I said it's what it's what I expected I would have if, if we would have went out there and got into a, a chess match or a close game with the coach that would have been a bad sign for us, especially at this point of the season. This isn't this is when we need to be playing our best football. Mm-hmm. So if we would have came out and put out a, a lazy performance and went down to the last few minutes of the game with them, that would have been really disappointing and it wouldn't have been a good look going forward. But all in all, like I say, we went out there and we did what we were supposed to do. Yeah. And that's what it's about these last couple of weeks. Um, I, w- I want to start with the Colts because it's a lot of positives and stuff with the Saints. Um, I know we differ a little bit. The, Sa- the Colts are terrible. I don't know how they won six games. Besides, they got a they got a good offensive line and a star at linebacker, but 
other than that, particularly their secondary, they're awful. I don't. I mean, they got six wins, and I don't know how they how that happened. But um, to me, when I look across that roster, it's average or below everywhere else. And maybe maybe I wasn't giving Luck enough credit because that they're, they're awful to me. That's like, part of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely part of it. But we differ on that because to me. If you think Houston is good, the Colts are good, in my opinion. If you think the Houston Texans are good, if you think the Tennessee, they are, they are all those three teams are the same. They're the exact same team, in my opinion. Because yeah. even if you say, yeah, Tennessee may have a stronger defense, or even if and and you say Houston, of course, got a better quarterback in Deshaun. Right. 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 Um, but overall, if you look at them from top to bottom, you're like, man, those are the same team. They I mean, all balanced out. No, but I, I I feel like the Texans are better at receiver. They're better at running back, and I mean they, they don't have a star tight end, but um, yeah, I I feel like the Texans are are just are they better at running back? back? I mean, we got Marlon Mack and Hines versus Carlos Hyde and and uh, Duke Johnson. Yeah, whoever else is over there. Yeah. Duke Johnson. Why are we talking about this? That's, so, that, here we go already. Here we you go. Like throwing, you like throwing stuff out there like that. I just can't bypass it. Like, I, no, I don't agree with that. That's, if you tell me, if you're going to tell me they have a better receiving corner, yeah. Because, of course, DeAndre Hopkins is better than T.Y. Hilton, even though they're right there. But more importantly, the second and third wide receiver for Houston is better than anything the Colts have. Fields and Fuller? No, you tripping. You, you, still the full is better than anything the coach have, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying, oh, okay. All right, all right. No, all I right. was saying DeAndre Hopkins and T.Y. Hilton are more, com- they're more comparable than the second and third wide receiver for the coach. Oh, the receivers for Houston. I got so you. if you want to give them receiver, then yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fine. But, you know, throughout the rest of the team, I feel like they're more even than you do. Okay. But um, on the other side of the ball, uh, the Saints, again, this was another night that just, you know, the Saints in the last three or four years have had more of these nights than any team that I can think of. And maybe it's because I'm paying more attention to them. But you know how a lot of times when the game kick off, you're like, oh, this other team might as well go home. Like, this ain't even, there ain't no point in you even being here. That's what it felt like. Um, they, they did what they wanted to do on offense. Um, Drew Brees got the record, obviously. One incomplete pass is historical stuff. Um, I mean, like I said, Michael Thomas continues to prove he's the best wide receiver in the game right now. Um, he's got the numbers. He, Like I said, coming into the season, he was top five to me. And people, yeah. people feel like, when you say somebody's fifth as opposed to second, like that ain't me disrespecting him. It's splitting hairs when you get that that far mm-hmm. up in the, you know what I'm saying? And he got the stats to, to back up him going, obviously, the number one this season. So if you want to see that's right now, then yeah, I mean, but anyway, like I said, the, the Saints doing what they're supposed to do right now. That's, you know, survive in advance. No injuries. Um you know, wrap up, put put teams away like you're supposed to, and move on. And that's been the biggest thing so far, especially coming out of the gate with the Drew Brees injury and mm-hmm. being able to overcome that. And then the injuries that we've had to our offensive line, being like we've 
we've really been able to overcome all of that. Even right. even if we haven't played our best football, we've been able to get out there, survive, and, and move on to the next game. And and, and that's what that's what the elite teams have to do. You know, when you everybody's gonna have injuries, and we, yeah. you know, I'll talk about the ones that are detrimental to your success. Every team's gonna have the ones that you really can't afford, but can you plug something in to keep it going for a while? You know that the Drew Brees getting hurt early in the season, as opposed to late, but it it still was six weeks of can we survive this? And they more than survived it. You mm-hmm. know, Camara was out for a couple of weeks, and they more than survived that because they got Murray. And that's that's what it's about. The elite teams can can go. Oh, well, you know, San Francisco is pretty banged up. They had a bad loss. And we'll talk about that later. But um, for the most part, their injuries are survivable. They at at this point or it seemed like it, you know, they lost the one game. But the most injuries that they had against the Saints and we'll see these last two weeks. But in the playoffs, can they overcome the bodies that they'll be missing because everybody's hurt. Every yeah. is, is, you know, with 16 weeks into it, everybody's got injuries. So, um, what you want to move on to next? The Lions, or did you want to say anything else about the Saints? Um, I wanted to ask you something, but I, I'm, I'm gonna save it for league notes. Um, okay. So we can talk about Detroit. Um. Again, I want to talk more about off the field stuff than I want to with than on the field. There's nothing on the on the field to really talk about with the Lions, um, except for the fact that this was another game. I mean, they tried this game 24 to three, and it was a one possession game at the start of the fourth. Yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously Tampa pulled away because the the I keep telling you, bro, the defense that that stuff, the stuff, the changes that's coming is staff changes. Not head coach and general manager. Yeah. That, it's going to be some serious. I'm talking about DB, linebacker, all all them coaches, personnel coaches. It's got to be changes with that stuff because it's awful, dog. Jameis was about to set records in the first half. It's yeah. awful. Like that. I mean, I know you ain't you you banged up. You traded some people you shouldn't have traded. That's the, that's terrible. But anyway, um, off the field. Patricia and Quinn, I've been on it for two years. I yeah, I keep on I'm saying on the show every week, they're not firing them. Not two years in, that yeah. it's not happening. So they came out and said that. Um, I do like that she put some mothers for put some pressure on them though. That mm-hmm. you know, y'all got your job, but it's got something got to change. Yeah. Um, so we'll have a high draft pick. They got. They have had more than enough time to put their core in place. The, yeah. the type of players that they want to go after, um, the type of people they want in their locker room, the ones that they don't want in their <laughs> locker room. Obviously, the. I mean, even if it, it was it was headed for a bad season, but you didn't expect a top five pick till your quarterback got hurt. So you got some leeway, and I, I think they were gonna. I think they were coming back anyway. But now you got some leeway. Your quarterback got hurt. Whatever you're gonna have a top five pick next year, got to be better. Yeah. So that, you know, that's why I was. That's why I was with it all season, and I was never one of the fans because I I've been seeing fans talking about who y'all want to be the coach next year. Stop. That wasn't ever happening. That yeah. 
I already knew that that wasn't the case. So um, that's all I really wanted to say about that. Um, I do want to, because we get on this, we get on here every single week. Well, I get on here every single week and talk about how bad Jameis is. He finally had a good game. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it was against a bad team, he finally had a good game. I think he had four touchdowns, only one interception. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, without Mike Evans and then Chris Godwin went down too. So Godwin is a star. That I, I, at, the, I, at the beginning of the season, Bruce uh Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians was saying this is this is the next guy right here. Mm-hmm. This is the next one. I was like, man, if Bruce Arians is saying that, I'm gonna take his word for it. Yeah. He was right. He was definitely he was like that could be a thousand yard receiver, even mm-hmm. with Mike Evans here. Mm-hmm. He was right. Um go ahead. You wanna say some more? Um, no, that was it. I just wanted to give Jameis some credit for looking competent for a week. Um <laughs> Uh, I did want to say some one one last thing. Uh, there was a lot of talk around the Lions about uh, Martha Ford selling the team. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw something about that earlier today. About uh, to uh, some guy from Amazon. I, I can't pronounce his name, but I don't want to butcher it. Jeff, um, something from Amazon. Anyway, huh? No, it's Be- Bezos. Bezos. Be- yeah. Um, I, I actually would like that. Somebody that, I mean, Amazon, look, you don't want to judge football from stuff like that, but smart people, um, you know, around other smart people, that yeah. seems like it would be a good move as, uh, as opposed to somebody who I don't want to say isn't over their head, but, um, a 94 year old woman who you would think about running a football yeah. team, you know what I'm saying? Um, so you want you want good business minded people in charge because winning equals good business. So you right. know that their intentions is always less win. Yeah. So that that's something that I would actually like to see happen, but it's not going to because this is her baby. You know, she's holding on to it. Whatever. I mean. Anyway. <laughs> uh, league notes. Let's start off with what I know you want to talk about as far as league notes. Let's get into this Janoris Jenkins debate. Oh, you want to talk about Janoris Jenkins. Okay. Yeah. Um, Because it's it's Saints stuff, too, so we can finish with... Okay, so... Dog, I never... Okay, so... When I first heard, because I heard this from a podcast, I never went and looked it up or anything. I just heard it from a podcast that Janoris Jenkins had went in the fan and called him the R word. That was, what, five days ago? Four days ago that that happened? Tell me why just today I figured out what the word was and laughed so hard when I figured out what the word was. Seriously, you ain't got to say it. You know you ain't got to say it, but... I'm not going to say it, but that's what we doing? Like, I, I was worried, though. I, I, what? Get the fuck out. Come on, bring that word and come on down to New Orleans. Come on, you can use it all You can use it all day down here. You people going to take it as a compliment. Every, every, like, what? What is that? So you going to have to text it to me. <laughs> so, who, oh, you don't know what the word is? Oh, no, I don't have a clue. I don't have... I mean, he called him retarded. 
jokes about that on Twitter. Yeah, I yeah. Didn't, know that. didn't know that. Yeah. So I just found that out today and that's I wanted him regardless of what he called whoever. Right. right? Yeah. I was out here saying, look, <laughs> I was out here saying we were texting that day when even when they said he's been claimed the team just ain't been announced yet. I was like, man, I'm hoping that's us. Right. Um this this changes a lot for us, especially at this point in the season. Um, we talked about it the other day. Me and you differ about how good Janoy Jenkins is. Yeah. Um, we pick him up this year. We owe him about 1.2 for the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Which is contract. Nice. Yeah. Got him on a contract for next year for 11. For 11 mil. It's good to have him on the contract. We're going to see if he's going to be worth that $11 million or not. Mm-hmm. Um, He's been a little inconsistent throughout his career, but he's always been solid. He stepped into New Orleans where he's better than any corner we have that's not named Lattimore. Um, and this, of course, like I, Saints fans, fans are in general are just so emotional. It's so oh. annoying. Ain't it? It's, it's so, so annoying. Bro. As soon as this happens, all that I'm seeing is good, bitch, Eli Apple. We can get Eli. That's not what's about to happen here. It's, that's not what's going on here. Eli Apple will still be the number two cornerback in New Orleans, at least for the rest of this year. Because even if even if you want to say which, I, I agree, Janard Jenkins is the better cornerback. Eli Apple already got time in the system. He already. What you think this is, Madden? Exactly. He's just gonna plug him (laughs) in, and he goes like, "No, he's gonna still be our number two corner for the rest of the year at least." But as I say, Janoris Jenkins is a better cornerback than him. Janoris Jenkins is seventh in the league right now in pass deflection. I think he's tied for seventh with interception he has four in the season, and that's in a. uh, I saw four. I ain't see five. Um, no, 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 no. He's got four, but it's tied. Oh, he's tied for fifth. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's in a bad secondary. That's in a bad situation that he was in in New York. And him being able to hold his home with no help, basically. So, to be able to plug him into a secondary that's pretty good, our number one corner is a Pro Bowl corner, and our safeties are really good. It's just once you get down past Marshawn Lattimore at cornerback, Eli Apple, people give Eli Apple all kind of all kind of shit. And they make him out to they make him out to be worse than what he really is. And I said that when we first got him from New York, I say the man ain't as bad as y'all try to make him seem. Yeah, the man, he's good for a penalty every game. He's that. Like that's gonna happen. Mostly because he's getting picked on because Marshawn Lattimore ain't nothing coming his way. Facts. So he's Facts. going to get picked on. So he's going to see more passes. He has to defend more. You see him more. Your eyes are on him more. Mm-hmm. The man not as bad as they trying to make him out to see him. So to be able to add a, a even better corner than Eli Apple, especially one that started, <laughs> Jenkins, he's, he's more of an outside corner, but he's been able to 
this year he started playing the slot too, and he's been pretty decent at playing the slot. We need a secondary help in whatever form we could get it. And to get a corner that's this good really helps us when in a month we back playing San Francisco and Tebow Samuel and Emmanuel Sanders looking to do what they did against us last time. So, as usual, this is why this is why I don't talk to you via text about sports, honestly. Because as usual, your explanation talking to me is a lot better. We're saying the same thing. Uh-huh. That, you know, because I was disagreeing with you as far as how good I think Janoris Jenkins is. But the point is, I think that you were thinking that I was saying that it was a bad move. But I, I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is, he he he's coming in and he doesn't to me feel like somebody that's another shutdown corner across from Lattimore. It feels like this was a move that this was a move that they needed because what was the alternative? You know, and and, and uh, in a situation where you know you need secondary help, so it's it's low risk high reward. My thing was that I was saying I feel like this is another. This Eli Apple part two is what I called it because it's I don't want to say desperation. That's not the right that's not the right word to use for it, but they need the help. So it, it can he help? Sure. But I feel like he's inconsistent. Like you said, he he's only made the Pro Bowl one time in his career. The four interceptions that he has, three of them were against bad quarterback. The, the, one against Dwayne Haskins and two against whoever the Lions were playing at quarterback at the time, Jeff Driscoll or Blau. So that kind of that stuff is a little misleading, honestly. But again, it's somebody that can come in and help because, you know, Eli Apple is, like you said, being picked on more because nobody's throwing a lot of more. So I just feel like where we differ is you said that. This is a move that puts them right on track to be in the Super Bowl, which we feel like they can't be in the Super Bowl anyway. Anyway, yeah, anyway, yeah but this ain't the move to me that makes me go, yeah, the Saints, I mean, who beating them now? No, no I don't feel like that. that this feels like yeah, if it but works. But at this point of the season, there is no such move for any team. But you said at this point in the season. Yeah, at this point in the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, no I, I agree with that. Team. Yeah, and, and but so that's what I'm saying. Like, so that's why I felt like it, it. I felt like your level of excitement was a little over the top, just because I'm like, I don't know, especially in two games, how much this is really going to help. Well, I don't care about the two games. I can care less if he suits up the next two weeks. For me, it's about playoff time. Yeah. For me, it's about once again when we're lining up against Emmanuel Sanders and Debo Samuel again. Mm-hmm. And you're not worried about P.J. Williams getting beat by somebody because you're forced to put P.J. Williams out on the field. Like I yeah. said, regardless of how you look at Janoris <clears throat> Jenkins, your argument is not going to be he's not better than all our other corners besides Marshawn. It's Adams, not. Which, it's, is, which is the biggest part about this. We got another. Like I say, I don't know. I think you agreed with me about Eli not being as bad as people making him seem. I, I do because that happens a lot. Remember, I've been telling you all year. That um, God damn, his name's slipping my mind right now. Justin Coleman. Justin Coleman has been fantastic all yeah. season. 
And people will look at the fact that he's given up a lot of cash because ain't nobody throwing that slate. Uh-huh. What you want? Like, this is the NFL, dog. Like, he playing against their second best option, a person that they probably game plan for more because they ain't throwing that ladder more. Uh-huh. What do you think this is? Like, so, so we, yeah, so we agree on that about Eli Apple, and, and we agree that Janoris Jenkins is better than Eli Apple. Yeah, no, so I you're telling I, yeah. me Eli Apple is sliding down to cover now your third best option instead of your second, and you're thinking twice, yeah, you're thinking more about going up against Janoris Jenkins than you are Eli. That's yeah. all the difference in the world coming down the, coming down this stretch of the season. Yeah, yeah. So we, I mean, we we saying pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Um, um, all right. But so, yeah, that was that that was that's huge to me. It's and once again, like I say, especially at this point of the season, mm-hmm. because once you get to this point, you're like, man, this is what we got. This is it is what it is going forward. Right. To be able to say, oh no, look, we got another piece that we can add in here and actually make some type of a difference. Um, look, let's stay with off the field stuff real quick before we go to the actual in, in the week notes because we ain't talked since the Patriots debacle. Um, what do you what do you think about that? The uh, what they want to call it, Spygate Part Two. Man, I don't care about that, bro. Man, if you man, I, I don't. I stopped caring about. The, I'm immune to that shit at this point. I yeah. just I I don't care. That's just like the deflated man. He deflated the footballs on purpose, and then the second half came out and abused them with whatever football y'all want me to use. Yeah, like I don't. It's just weird to me, just because. Well, I'm sorry, you gonna say no? I was about to say, and then you, you, y'all want me to believe that the team they won, they needed to cheat against is the Bengals? Come on, bruh. That was my first thought, too, until I figured out, I heard some more talk about why they do stuff like this, that that it's not even about the game that they were about to play. It's about the future. The next time they play Cincinnati or the, the, the next time they go up against this particular coaching staff and your week of preparation when you go in. What defensive coordinator are we going up against? What what substitution tendencies do they have? What third down tendencies do they have? Oh, well, let's look back at what we have illegally on this coach. Because, again, this is this is them getting caught about Cincinnati, but who knows what they got on Miami, on Buffalo, on New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, this type of stuff is it's just weird that they always get caught in this type of shit. What, how, how, however minute it is, it's against the rules, but you always in this type of shit. Why? You know how I feel about that? I feel about, I feel about the initial spy gate, how I feel about bounty gate. It's something that every single team does, but we got caught. We're the team that got caught doing it. So um, if we ever, if we ever, if there was ever any sit of us putting money on somebody's head during a football game, they turned the organization down because they caught us doing it before. So they looking for us to do it again. Or they look yeah. for Rick Williams to do it again. So they still yeah. around those organizations for those reasons more, I feel like. 
That's true, but you know, I don't want to get sidetracked. But do you? I don't think we on the. Yeah, I ever told you exactly how I felt about that. I feel I'm like a, I don't again. I don't think we ever talked about that. No. I feel like that about how I feel about them taking Reggie Bush, Heisman Trophy. Like I, I feel differently about Spygate than that kind of stuff because man, who they? That's not cheating. All right, by the, by the letter of the law, I guess. But it didn't change the outcome of football games. What are you talking about? Like, yeah. it's like just, oh, Reggie Bush took money. That ain't got nothing to do with why you couldn't tackle him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What are you talking about? So, yeah, that, oh, they were hitting people extra hard for extra money. So, I mean, you yeah. didn't stop the offense. So what the f- that got to do with anything? And, I'm just, saying, and I'm just saying as that's what we're tied to. Right. So, but so they don't look for that harder within the Saints organization than anywhere else because look, we've been caught with it before. But but this is signal stealing. Like and and again, I do I think it is parallel to their success? No. Does it help them? Maybe, but again, I can tell you what's coming, but you still can't stop it. Do you think this is something Bill Belichick is a part of? This is yes. something that he's saying. Oh, 100%. Go out there and do this. See, 100%. I, I don't. Like, I feel like if this is being done, it's it's not something that he's out here saying, look, go do this for me. But, see. And then, but but my biggest feeling about it is what you just alluded to. I can know what's coming, but I still, my players still got to go out there and stop it. Which is just, yeah, so. Well, no, I want to, I want to. No, 100%. I feel like he because when you look when you look at Spygate, Deflategate, everything else that's going on, there ain't no way he don't know. There ain't no way. Am I like I just the way they prepare for every team in the league, bro. I just don't feel like what makes him the best coach ever. It's attention to detail. There ain't no way. He don't know that this stuff is 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 going on. I just don't feel like it. I feel like I feel like you either. I feel like you know, you know? Yeah. And you don't. Not. I mean, I don't know. At the end, at the at the end of all of it, I look back on everything that they've been accused of or have done, and I say. If we took all that away, would they still have what five championships, or they had six now? I I, I don't lost track honestly. I think they yeah. I think I think they had six now. Would they still have six championships? And I sit there and I say, yeah. Like is like you say, if if they know, they know, but they still gotta go out there and execute. Yeah, you can consider it cheating, and if that's what you want to do, then keep punishing them for it. But it's not if they it's not giving them it's not giving their players it don't make Tom throw the ball no better. I mean, but if you know it don't make Stephon Gilmore tackle any better, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's complicated. There, I because then you go. Well, what is cheating then? Where where are we drawing the line at? You know what I'm saying? 
Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, uh. Did we have this discussion last week about baseball, though, with still in signs? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know. All right. What else you got league-wise? Um, on the field. Can we talk about some on the field stuff now? Hold on. Let me see if I got anything off the field, though. <laughs> um, Terrell Suggs, who got claimed the same day. We talked about that a little bit. Uh, he got claimed the same day as Janoris Jenkins by the Chiefs, which, mm-hmm. once again, just like we need, well, they're a little different. They needed help no matter where they can get it. They need to be putting in claims for anybody coming across the, the defensive wire. But for them to be able <laughs> to get a leader like that more than anything at this point in his career, he's a leader, and he's been there before, and to keep him away from Baltimore – was huge. And pass rushing is a little different than corner cornerback. Mm-hmm. Um, well, anything on defense, because at the end of the day, Janoris Jenkins, Janoris Jenkins, there's still some schematic stuff, but mm-hmm. at the end of it all, hey, bro, cover him. Exactly. And, and you know, at the end of it all, for Terrell Suggs, is man, just go get the quarterback. Get that little quarterback. That yeah. ain't that ain't that complicated. Just, so I I wrote this down before I saw your your comment uh, that you made on Twitter earlier. Where does Drew Brees rank for you in your top quarterback? Bruh, it's so hard to separate that kind of stuff because in the same way that I'm biased to LeBron James over Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. because I've lived through it. I've and lived through huh? And that's what I was gonna get at too. It's a, it's a generational thing. Yeah, so because my generation, where do you have him amongst? I mean, because Brady know? and Manny have the hardware, the rings is so much harder. You know, and the the MVPs, the rings, he's got a lot of the records and a lot of he, you know, he spent a lot of his career with 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 defenses that were so bad that he was able to. Getting a lot of shootouts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, and I'm not, I'm not trying to downplay that at all because every accomplishment he has has been tremendous, especially yes. playing this far in his career. Um, I mean, he's he's third, second. You know, what well, if he gets another ring, then is it puts him in the conversation. But Brady's won so much. Mm-hmm. You know, Manning, Manning was in the AFC championships and playoff games. Every year, and there's three seven and nine seasons in there for Drew, which ain't his fault again. Uh-huh. But but it's but it's so much more meaningful football for the Brady's, the Mannings, the Favs, the Montanas, and all that stuff like that. That you just go, oh well, they, and then then they got the MVPs, and Drew don't have one. But yeah. when you look at all of the numbers, when you look at the fact that whenever you talked about his team's success or failure. It's never just been, okay, well, Drew ain't do his job. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's always been consistency for him tied to a great coach. It's hard to separate that kind of stuff, bro, because you know for the 20 years we've been watching, that's the three that's going to immediately come to your mind. Breeze, and, Brady, Manning. And that's the biggest thing for me. Um just like you say with the LeBron, the Jordan thing, um, we've actually watched this 
So for all our lives, all we knew was, okay, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees. We saw some Brett Favre. Um, and for me, just watching all three of those quarterbacks, I could put Drew Brees over either one of them. Mm-hmm. Put it into the collective, as you said, the awards, the the Super Bowls, the MVPs. To me, I would put him second behind Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, because of course, what six championships, five championships, whoever he had right now, I think he had six. Mm-hmm. I'm quite sure six. But his six championships, and Peyton has two, but we saw how Peyton got his second. Mm-hmm. And and then you have. And then you have times where I can say, man, Drew Brees literally got robbed of the MVP this season. Um, Time out. It's five. It's, it's I five? just thought, like, yeah, it's five because they lost three times. He's been to eight. Or is it nine? He's been to nine. He's been to nine. nine. Wait, they won last year. They won three in a row. But they won three out of four to start they won three out of four. Yeah. Then they beat Seattle. And last year they beat, who they beat? Who they play? Last, last year right. was the Rams, and they, and they beat Atlanta. Oh, yeah, they beat Atlanta. Yeah. So, a six. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about the Atlanta one. So, yeah. But yeah. then, once again, we've watched all of this. So, like I said, I can remember LT won an MVP that I felt like, or that a lot of people felt like should have been. Drew that was Green. the one that, that was supposed to be. But, but they... And, but, and and the same thing for like the Kobe LeBron debate. I remember vividly Kobe Bryant being Robin's two MVPs, in my opinion, and in a lot of people's opinion, that were given to Steve Nash and Dirk Nowitzki back to back. So like that's stuff that I can point to because we lived through it, you know, versus yeah. just looking at what's on paper and being like, oh, he did, right. he did that, you know? Right. But I was just wondering where you had him put before I even saw the comment that you made earlier. Bruh. It's so hard for you to make a comment and me not wanting to go <laughs> off into a conversation because that second that second Steve Nash MVP was trash. That was that one was supposed to be for Kobe. Yeah. Um. And then the 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 LT one, he got he was supposed to get it the year before, and then they yeah. robbed Breeze because he got. So yeah. yeah, that was that was. Anyway, I just wanted to make that comment because I couldn't let that slide. I wanted to talk <laughs> yeah, about yeah, the yeah. MVPs for a second. <laughs> So, yeah, I was just wondering where you, I was just making sure we had him, you know, that you saw him the same way I did. Because I'm a Saints fan, so sometimes, you know, got to make sure I'm still being objective. Yeah, the, you, I don't think you being, again, it's splitting hairs when you get Breeze, Brady, Manning. I know how you feel about Manning, but still, even you putting them third in front of Breeze, (laughs) is that really that big a deal? Like, is it? Yeah. I mean, you know that that's the three greatest of our generation. Yeah. The no biggest, matter what order you flip them in. The bigger thing would be who comes after that. Yeah. That would be the bigger debate. Yeah. yeah. Which ain't important. Because Russell Wilson is already climbing that ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to I say about the 49ers. That's the first thing that I have. Um, this ain't a loss that surprised me. It's a horrible loss, mm-hmm. um, but but it's not a it's not a loss that surprised me when I looked at the schedule, just because of coaching familiarity and because again we talk about how 
Atlanta's underachieving, man, they got talent on that team. Don't don't look at them and be like, oh, they four and not. No, that's a talented football team. They just they're having a bad season. So it didn't shock me that they lost, but it's a bad loss. Because uh-huh. yeah, because you coming off the win, you just came off the way you won. Um, what it means as far as your last two games, divisional opponents, that it, it's a bad loss. That, so um, they played good. They played. They didn't play bad. Again, they were two inches away from winning. Yeah. But uh, it wasn't. It wasn't the performance we we've seen from them week in and week out. And again, and that. And part of that is, hey, it's the end of the season and injuries. And uh, very much like college football, hey, man, this day Super Bowl. They ain't yeah. going nowhere. How can we fuck your season up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that's what I'm expecting from the Lions at the end of the year. Oh, y'all want the one seed? Watch this. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's why I love that they do those divisional games at the end of this uh, week 17. I love that. I don't think you gotta worry about old Blau blowing up nobody's season. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> I, that was just my example, nigga. I wanna <laughs> give the dress a chance, but I don't think we gotta worry about this. Hey, I do like Blau for real though. On a on a yeah. serious note, I do like him as a backup. Awkward silence. We can go with that. I like him more than Driscoll. Really? I do. Anyway. Yeah. What else you got? Um, on the field for this Sunday, I ain't really got that honestly. Um, but I did want to touch on, like I said, that that was a horrible loss for the 49ers. Uh, being that they about to play the Rams mm-hmm. on Saturday and then Seattle for for the division right the week after uh, that puts them in a horrible position and like I say the injuries right now ain't helping nothing mm-hmm. like they got they already down the center and I saw that they the, the center that they start now is on hasn't practiced this week. Yeah. Still without Tart, they safety D four not practicing. Like it's getting slim, you know. Mm-hmm. In positions that matter, center, your pass rusher, you starting safety. That's that's players you want to have out there, especially yeah. going into these division games against Rams and Seattle. That means yeah. world at this point. Um, I hate that I bring this team up every week because they. They so boring, but they so good in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I don't know who you was about to talk about, but who uh, you thought I was talking about? I thought I was about to talk about Dallas, but you can go ahead. Let me say about them. Uh, the Bills. Oh, the Bills gonna ruin y'all y'all's picture for y'all AFC playoffs. Who's y'all? They gonna ruin all of that. Like what y'all yeah. think y'all gonna get in the divisional round and the conference? Buffalo coming to ruin all of that. Like they don't, they don't care about none of that. You think they're gonna win the division? I think I'm taking. I'm we picking that game. I'm taking them to beat the Patriots this weekend. Uh, it's a smart pick. They 
they've given up more than 21 points, I think, twice this season. Once to the Eagles, which was a crazy game because they lost that game by about 20 points. And the other time was to um, the Ravens. They gave up 24 to the Ravens in a game where they lost by a touchdown and had the ball at the end of the game in their red zone. So they don't give up many points. They're fifth in the league in rushing. And so it's going to be a close game. And if you give them uh, and if you give them the ball at the end of the game, they're likely to go win it. And then, as we always say, that's a that's the winning formula for a team to win on the road, mm-hmm. which most likely they're going to be if the page, if this game right here will tell us. But if they, even if they go on the road, man, we can run the football and we're going to play top-notch defense. They're doing what matters in the playoffs. Can you? Can Josh Allen make big boy throws? Is what I mm-hmm. you know. Can he? Can he? When it matters you know, make the throws that count, but defense is where you start in the postseason. And Jane, when it's cold, I mean being able to run the football. And you can you stop other teams. Exactly. And, and and for the most part, you know the way football is being played now, it ain't about between the twenties. I don't care about that. You ain't cause you ain't stopping that at all anyway. Exactly. Is 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 can we make you kick field goals when you get in yeah. the red zone? And with the way the Patriots playing right now, uh, yeah, it was like yeah. they can. Patriots beat them sixteen to ten the first yeah. time they played sixteen yeah. to ten. But um, yeah, I wanted to throw that in there. Um, what else you got for league notes? I, I did have a, a couple of league notes. Um, the Cowboys. I feel weird to say it because I, you know when the Browns won a couple months ago, which that's what it feels like. Uh, um, this is more what I thought they would look like all season. You know, you know, feeding Zeke, defense, overachieving, just because they got names on it. Um, and then Dak making throws when you have to. But, you know, you've been talking about it all year. That felt more about the Rams than it did about the Cowboys, um, but that's just what I wanted to say. And they, and if it continues, which I'm not saying I have faith in it to continue, yeah. But it's definitely the right time for it. To, who cares? They, they lost seven games, and it's only two teams that's gonna get a first round by anyway. Yeah. So you know, you in the division. I mean, you in the playoffs in the division. You win in your division. Now you just gotta win. Now you just gotta score more points than the team that play you play against. And they're going to get a home game if they win the division. Yeah. So if it continues, it's definitely the right time for them to all of that drama, all that shit dead. You know, but again, we'll we'll see. That's Yeah, that, that game was way more about bad Rams than it was good Cowboys. Um, yeah, I ain't got much to say about them dudes. I still, I still got feel. No matter who comes out of it, I don't see them we had a point in the season now to where, like you say, this is where it matters. You should be playing your best football right now. Yeah. If what we've seen from those two teams are their best football, then it don't matter which one of them getting the home game, if Minnesota or Green Bay or Seattle or San Francisco comes marching through there, they winning, and they're probably not going not gonna to be close. 
This one, this, this one I want to talk about, too. I, I had something to say about the Packers. You know, everybody, the sky falling for everybody talking about the Packers, but they they only got three losses. That shit tripped mm-hmm. me out. So when people would be like, I'd be like, bro, they 11 and three. Like, y'all. This is the first year in a long time that they've been able to really fly under the radar. Yeah. Because now they have a defense and they have a run game. So it's not Aaron Rodgers just being out there, being flashy, doing everything. So people not really paying them no mind. And, and I'm just like, bro, like it was a close game against the Bears. Y'all thought the Bears was a playoff team. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, dog, they got three losses. Relax. But, but, but so I wanted to talk about uh, something that I was thinking about that was, that's very complicated with the six NFC playoff teams. All right. I won't try to confuse anybody with this. The Saints, the Seahawks, and the Packers. The only three teams that I really feel like it matters a lot to have home field advantage. The one and two seed. Now, whoever gets the one and two seed, obviously the week off will help anybody. Mm-hmm. But those are the only three that I feel like their home field advantage will matter against who they play, but not against Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So what I'm saying is if if Drew Brees got to go to Seattle, I do think Seattle's home field advantage will matter, but it won't against Drew Brees yeah. as, as much as it would against Kirk Cousins uh-huh. or Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, but but those are the three teams that I feel like it changes a lot opponent wise their home field advantage besides the quarterback that comes in. So if Seattle's hosting San Francisco for the NFC Championship, then I'm leaning Seattle. Yeah, because it you know, or if New Orleans is hosting Seattle, then it doesn't feel like that big of a difference as mm. opposed to. New Orleans hosting San Francisco. Does yeah. that make sense? Like yeah. it, and so it, but Minnesota, who is this? Bro, let me just say this too, because we don't ever talk a whole lot of football. Minnesota's as good as anybody in the league, for real. They they got a good defense. They got a good running game. Kirk Cousins is on fire. They got star wide receivers. They got a good offensive line. They're deep at tight end. They're as good as anybody in the league, dog. Like, yeah. for real. Um, the their weakness is their secondary. So yeah. if you have a team that's able to protect the quarterback well enough to keep their pass rush off of them, that, that's how they're going to end up going down. But like you said, they're as good as anybody else. So, but Minnesota, San Francisco, and who's the other player? Oh, Dallas. Dallas yeah. or, or Philly. I don't care where they're playing at. They, if if a team is going up against them in their building, it doesn't feel like nearly as much of an advantage as going to Lambeau, going to New Orleans, going to Seattle. So yeah. if you're telling me San Francisco, so if you're telling me the Saints got to go to San Francisco, I still feel like they're even teams mm-hmm. because they they that home field don't scare me yeah. as much as if it was flipped. Yeah. So you know. The NFC is complicated, but it's going to be fun, bro. That, and we said that a few weeks ago. We was like, when it all comes down to home field advantage, doesn't 
Matt doesn't necessarily matter. No one is sitting there saying, man, we got to have home and home field advantage to win. But like you say, for those three teams, it helps. The week yeah. off definitely helps, too. Well, that's yeah, that's what really matters. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the NFC, I just wanted to say, and I knew you would follow that, but, you know, it's it's definitely complicated. Yeah. Um. But so that was all I had as far as league notes. And good old Reg asked about Pro Bowl snubs. Let's go ahead and get that in if you have any. I, you know, he asked about that, and I wanted to write some notes about <laughs> it, but I don't. The first thing that came to my mind was I really was surprised by Drew Brees making it. I know it was 21-4, and four, but he missed six games. Yeah. So it felt like that should have been Dak Prescott, but – I don't know if you – I'm, I'm going to let you say your snubs first before I get into that. Well, one of mine is Dak Prescott. And it's, mm-hmm. and I put Dak Prescott slash Kirk Cousins, honestly. Mm-hmm. But – and you know what? That's true. You probably could put them in there over Drew Brees, but I was even looking at Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Man, Dak Prescott's – you know, that could definitely be flip-flop. I mm-hmm. feel like Dak – whether it was Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers, oh, Aaron. he like should have been, been in there. Yeah, yes. yeah. My other two were Saints, Ryan Ramchick and um, no, my other three are Saints. Ryan Ramchick, which I don't understand that he's one of the best guards in the league. There's, yeah. there's no question in that. Thomas Morstead, I can understand because he's a punter. Only one punter getting in, and he's punting less than all these other punters. Right. I, I prefer that. He, ain't, he don't need to go to no pro bowlers. <laughs> but the biggest one for me is Demario Davis. Yeah. And, and I want to say he's the second he's the second he's the second highest rated outside linebacker in the league right now. But the reason he gets snubbed is because he's not a primary pass rusher. Yeah. He's not getting after the quarterback every single play and that's what that's what we're attracted to. That's what we pay attention to. So instead, it's Khalil Mack, Shaquille, uh, Shaquille Barry, Chandler Jones. Yeah. Now, let me tell you about the Pro Bowl. I feel very much about the Pro Bowl as I do All-Star games, the All-Star voting. Yeah. And this is my personal opinion. I don't care because yeah. anything that has fan voting – is not accurate. It's never accurate because it's always, well, well I want to vote my guy in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like uh, all pro teams, all NBA teams, that's what I care about because it's it's who at your position was the best numbers wise, the eye test, all of that stuff from people. Who, and I, I know writers and, and people with credentials have biases too. Yeah. But the, but the point is, it's not how many times can I click Drew Brees and just get him in the yeah. game? That's stupid. I don't care about the Pro Bowl. And a lot of people make the Pro Bowl, but what people don't even think about is like Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay is a fifth alternate. But so many people either A, don't want to play in the game or two, get hurt that you when you have that on your oh, I made the Pro Bowl. Did you? Because you, yeah. you made it because Five other people didn't want to go. Stop uh, it. I don't care about that. I don't care nothing about the Pro Bowl, nothing about the All-Star game. I don't care. So, I, I, okay, I feel like this. When you get to the end of the season and they release the All-Pro list, 
it's gonna it's gonna be quite the same. Yeah. The fact that they give the media and the writers votes towards this or GMs, I don't know how they're doing it. I think in the NFL they do GMs. Mm. Um to balance out the fan vote. Yeah. That makes it that usually makes it about right. You know, so who you see get voted into the Pro Bowl initially are gonna be those same players that you're gonna see on the all pro teams at the end of the year. Um which yeah, I we what got seven people voted in and I Second expect none of them to even Baltimore. be Yeah, and I expect none of them to be even be able to go, you know? Yeah. So which yeah, those were those were the only people Dak was the biggest to me. Mm-hmm. They should have been there and then DeMario Davis. But I and I understand why DeMario Davis didn't get in, but Dak, I don't understand that one. Alright, so you wanna look ahead to next week. Yeah. Let's start with Saturday, which is bananas that we already had Saturday football games. Uh-huh. Um Bills at the Patriots, that's the first one. You already said you're taking the Bills, but I'm taking the Bills, yeah. Um Yeah. Even yeah. what you about to say? No, I was about oh, to say, I was about to say even with the Patriots. Like I said, I'm never counting the Patriots out. Once playoff time comes, they go be my pick. But just right now, even with this game that they had last week, the offense still didn't look great. Bruh, you just reminded me of something I wanted to say, but go ahead. Oh, yeah, the offense didn't look great. The defense played lights out, but that's been the case all year except for maybe one game. Um, So you t- we, I, I was just telling – I was just talking about this Bills defense and this run game, which is what the, they're not about to put Josh Allen out here and let him get picked off four times by the Patriots defense. Yeah. It's a close game, and honestly, at this point, I trust Buffalo offense more than I trust the Patriots. You know, as we get later in the year, I do think that the Patriots will start to look like the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so I'm picking them, their home team. Uh, but I do want to say, I I missed a lot of that Patriots game because you know I had I got to work, and I, so yeah. it was it was some of that stuff that I missed. But bruh, I was looking at the box score, and here they come with fucking Rex Burkhead, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I, and when I saw that shit, I was like. Here go the Patriots, bro. Here they yeah. go with their foolishness all the time. First of all, I forgot he was even on their team. Uh-huh. But it, it feels like he's been on their team for 10 years. But what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just, it's crazy, bro. And then Gilmore, best cornerback in the league, period. I don't want to talk about it no more. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with and that. It, and it's been that way since kickoff, since opening yeah. kickoff. Y'all was like, damn, Steve, Stephen Gilmore is, yeah, that's, that's that dude this year. Um, Rams at the 49ers. I'm taking the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams. I don't know what happened to them last week. We were just, well, I was just bragging on them from the game prior. They feeding mm-hmm. Tyreek Gurley. They defense playing how they're supposed to be playing. Jared Goff still doing what he's supposed to be doing. 
I don't know what happened when they went to Dallas. I don't know if it was just like I say, it, and it wasn't that because it was like we say it was more bad Rams than it was good Dallas. So I don't mm-hmm. know what that was. This is a division game, so they're gonna get up for it even more. Now they're coming off that ugly loss to Dallas, and they have a chance to ruin what San Francisco right. has going on. Right. Once we just talked about San Francisco and their home field advantage, it ain't it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing to be worried about. So I think right. Rams go in there and, and get one. So this is. You know, a lot of times teams that's not having the season that they're supposed to have, and then they 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 win a few games in a row, they have those momentum games that swing them back to what we mm-hmm. thought they would be, and then toward the end of the season, it seems like they start to just kind of run out of gas. That That's kind of what this is starting to feel like, that it's just been such an uphill battle all year long to get things back to where it was supposed to be, and this just ain't the year. Yeah, you know, and, and then, like I said, San Francisco is coming off as battle loss as any team that's going to the postseason has had all season. Um, they at home. I would take the 49ers. First two games, we did differ, though. That, that's crazy, right? We don't <laughs> usually have that. Yeah, I'll I tell you what, though. We ain't about to agree on the Saints and Titans. Convinced. <laughs> Man, fucking. I, and look, Ryan Tannehill, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Marcus Mariota should be able to at least do what Ryan Tannehill has been giving them. This is what they were supposed to be the last three years. Um, but they still ain't the Saints. So what? what Ryan, T- Ryan Tannehill had earned his people. He got shipped away from Miami, and they was like, yeah, Tennessee ain't going to do nothing. He's going to be the starting quarterback for Tennessee next and, year. And you know what's going to happen? He's going to go back to playing like Miami as soon as he get their money. I'm telling that we've seen it before. I don't right? think so. I think once again, this this system, this is the system he belongs in, yeah. which is mind-boggling because you felt like that's the system Mariota should have belonged in. And and I don't know what's his issue besides injuries. Obviously, he's had oh, yeah. injuries his whole career, but I mean, he's got a skill set that you would think, with the way the NFL game is being played now, that he should be. At least somebody that can start for you. Yeah. Like, even if he ain't living up to the number two pick, you know, he should still be able to give you 25 touchdown passes, 10 interceptions, some, you know, yeah. 15 interceptions, somewhere around now, but enough to feeding Derrick Henry, feeding Deion Lewis, got a good defense. Man, just get out the way. Exactly. But, you know, uh, but again, the Saints, like you said, they playing good football right now. Even in they lost against the 49ers, they yeah. you know they they playing good football right now. The Titans ain't on their level, and the Titans, the Titans, it really don't even matter because what they what they playing for is next week. Yeah, and the the next game against the Texans. So, and I made the comment earlier: the Titans, the Texans, the Colts, they the same team. Mm-hmm. Um. I I'm I fear Ryan Tannehill like I fear Jacoby Brissett. They want they gonna get they they want to run the football on us instead of they play action, but we're not gonna let them run the football on us. That's that's the one thing you can say is absolutely been consistent. We're not about to let you run the football on us. So what you got next? Yeah, we got Ryan Tannehill just dropping back trying to beat us. Then 
it's gonna be a party in Tennessee, and it ain't gonna be for them. So yeah, we we ain't different on that one. This the one that I really want to talk about: the Packers and the Vikings. Don't we got one before that? She's best. Was it she's best? Huh? No, Cowboys. Oh, Cowboys Eagles. I, yeah. I did skip Cowboys Eagles. My bad. My bad. Look, I'm so anxious to talk about Packers Vikings. Uh, Cowboys Eagles. What you what you think about that one? Eagles. Like this is the game right here. We you took Cowboys at the beginning of the season. I took Philadelphia. This is where they horrible seasons have have come. To. <laughs> I've seen nothing and. I'm quite sure either way, we we you haven't seen anything that's gonna make you all of a sudden pick Philly. I ain't seen nothing that's gonna all of a sudden make me pick Dallas. And it don't matter. We just yeah. we just talk about offer it. Truth. Yeah. Yeah. It, okay. it, I'm gonna stick with Philly. Um, and then I'm sticking with the Cowboys, bro. They they if they defense, if they names show up like they did yeah. last week, Sean Lee, um. God damn, I can't think of Pazzo. But Ezekiel Elliott. Marcus Lawrence. Yeah, Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott played again. Most game. importantly, Ezekiel Elliott. I don't – I. that confuses me so much. But, it, you know, I think it's – that's is that narrative? Is, is that, oh, well, we got to be Dak Prescott-led? Because Ezekiel Elliott's the best player by a lot. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, man. Give him the ball, bro. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Give him the ball. Yeah, let's go with that. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm I'm going Cowboys. And they're Packers Vikings. Um, dang, it's so hard, bro. Because I. I found it. This is very much like Tom Brady. This is a blind trust type thing. Yeah. Because I think the Vikings, I think the Vikings are the better team. Yeah. And and they're at home, but the Dalvin Cook injury scares me off a little bit. But uh, I'm a I'm gonna trust Aaron Rodgers on the road. And I'm gonna take the Vikings. And I'm not gonna lie. Half of it is for my own team's benefit. I need Green Bay to lose this game. Yeah. But also, I feel the same way you do. Overall, the Vikings are the better team. Yeah. And they're at home. And they know what's on the line here. Look, we can still win this division. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to take the Vikings in that game. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not I, – I, look, bro, everybody's got biases. I do uh-huh. not care what you say. Everybody's got their own biases. And obviously, like you said, that, that a loss for the Packers will help the Saints. But I just told you, if it wasn't for me going, Aaron Rodgers ain't finna lose in this spot. I would go, tell me where definitively the Packers are better than the Vikings. Yeah. Besides, besides quarterback. And honestly, the way Kirk Cousins is playing, even if you want to lead Aaron Rodgers, it ain't by much. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand you taking the Vikings. And this, and we're at a weird spot. I touched on this earlier. We're at a weird spot to where it hasn't been Aaron Rodgers is what's having to take us to where we are. So now, but now we're getting to a point to where, 
yeah, we've made it this far, but now it's time for Aaron Rodgers to carry us the rest of the and, way. And, you know, that's exactly what I was about to say. That's the way I feel about Brady. All right. Yeah. The, as, as bad as Brady has been playing or as bad as the Patriots offense has been playing, as much as Aaron Rodgers hasn't been Aaron Rodgers, when I'm looking at it, I can't go away from it just because I'm just thinking in the back of my mind, if and when he does it, am I going to go, man, I'm so surprised that he pulled that. Are you? Because exactly. you know at, at the height of their excellence yeah. what that looks like. And so that's why I just I can't I can't pick against them. All right, so we pick every game opposite except for one, except for except the for the Saints. Yeah. That's, and that's and we, we, we I, both wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> With my luck, Tennessee could I did smash the fucking thing. And, and look, we I said a couple of weeks ago I don't expect them to lose again. That yeah. I didn't expect the Saints to lose again. For the rest of the year, honestly, but um, at least for the rest of the regular season, mm-hmm. I already knew that that 49ers game was the last one that mattered for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but weird shit happens. It's the NFL. You know, like you said, fucking Derrick Henry run for 200 yards, and you'd be like, what the fuck is this? In the first half. Uh, <laughs> I broke my fucking TV. <laughs> you know what? That makes me laugh so much, bro. Because you get mad like I get mad at the games about actual football games, about yeah. Saints games. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Yeah. I guess, and you know what it is, too? I guess at this level, because I do get mad when I'm watching the Lions. Yeah. But, but when you, but this is a different level for you now, because, especially because it's so fucking finite in the NFL, bro. Like, it, mm-hmm. bro, it's fucking hard. The Saints, what the Saints won the Super Bowl ten years ago? Ten How years. long ago has it been? Ten years ago. That's wild, dog. Ten years ago in Miami, we won the Super Bowl. We they going back to Miami this year. Hopefully we there. <laughs> so anyway, um, I had a ton of NFL stuff. I already knew we were gonna run long on NFL stuff. Yeah. I don't have any NBA updates, and even if I did. We're getting close to like like we said last week. We're getting close to a point to where the show will be all NBA. So I don't even want to talk yeah. a ton of NBA. Um, but I did want to, at the very least, pick the Christmas Day games just because Christmas is such a big deal for the NBA. And I just wanted to add in tomorrow Lakers and Bucks since those are the best two teams in the league and they play mm-hmm. each other tomorrow. Um, if Anthony Davis play, they're gonna win the game. If not, the Bucks are gonna win. It. That's I think I, I think it's very simple. Yeah, I'm not trying to dive into no deep conversation, but you telling me the difference between the Bucks go to fucking here we go with the Anthony George Davis. Hill conversation. Oh, George Hill don't play with him no more. Oh, do he? No, he do. He, he do still play with him. Oh, it's about uh, old Middleton who we touched on last week. <laughs> But you, but you telling me the difference between the Bucks and the Lakers is AD. No, no, I'm telling you for a regular season basketball game that right now the 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 difference is Anthony Davis. That just because I just because I feel like Giannis. Why are we doing this? Why why are we why are we doing this? 
Dennis Milton and and the whole thing that the Bucks got going right now um, for a regular season game will will matter more to the Lakers who are who already know LeBron, Rondo, Dwight Howard, dudes that have been in 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 playoff series and stuff like that. I mean, will it matter at the end of the day? No, but for a young team that's trying to prove that they that team, yeah, the Bucks. They're going to go 100%. And it's not a game that the Lakers need to do that. They got an old roster. And we still going to win. Lake, LeBron having a 40-point triple-double tomorrow, and we're going to win still. Okay. Uh, but the Christmas Day games. You know what? I mean, it's... We a week away, bro. Christmas, Christmas next week. Yeah. Um, when you said we was gonna pick the Christmas guy, I was like, damn, a week. Are we gonna be able to fit in another show before then? But, but the thing is, by the time the show comes out, the games oh, will have yeah, already been played. We'll even if we do it before, even if we do the show before, yeah, the games will already be played by then. I might, put, I might I might get it out before. If we do it Tuesday, I might get it out before. Well, we can't. I got to work Tuesday. Unless you want me to do it at work. Okay, so then we just go wait till Thursday. Yeah, so we might as well go ahead and pick them now then. Because then we're yeah. going to be waiting till Thursday. To right. Do the show. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, no, because that's what I'm saying. Wednesday night, Christmas night. Oh, yeah. We can I'm fine it. with doing the show, but then the games will be over. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hold on. What time we play? Oh, okay. Yeah, we can. We can do the show. <laughs> Alright. Um, yeah, right after. Yeah. Um, all right, Boston, Toronto. Kicks it off. You know, bro, I let me let me Pascal Siakam, <laughs> it makes me laugh because the first time I seen him was like, who the fuck is this dude? But then <laughs> but then he was the second option to Kawhi. So when Kawhi left, I was like, we about to watch Pascal Siakam as a number one. They're a decent team, but I don't want to say, man, that dude can play. That, I told you that, that when you said that at the beginning of the season, I say, nah, Siakam gonna be able to beat that number one. Yeah, he he can he that dude, that dude, bro. Um I'm gonna lean Raptors. They at home too. So I'm gonna go Raptors. And I'm gonna lean, I'm gonna lean Raptors because they're at home. Mainly. Uh, what you say? I said ain't too much to say about that one. Yeah. Uh, Bucks 76ers. <laughs> you know how I feel about the 76ers. And, and I was just about to say, I feel like this is the Eastern Conference Finals. You know how I feel about the 76ers. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Milwaukee. I, the 76ers, they won nine of their last 10. They playing tonight, so I don't know if they won or not. But at this point, they won nine of their last 10. They starting to play. Joel Embiid had a game a couple days ago that I was like, yeah, if he play like this, they're going to be in the finals. Which I expect them to be. I, I picked them to be in the finals, but anyway, I said all that to say I'm, I'm going 76ers. They, they're at home to me. Yeah. 
Huh? I said they lost tonight. I forgot they played um, Miami. Yeah. They lost that one. Uh, Rockets Warriors. Jesus. This ain't the game the NBA thought it was going to be. Did I did I pick that game? Uh, did I pick? I'm I'm picking Milwaukee. But. Yeah, you picked that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you said Rockets Warriors. Mm-hmm. Even the Warriors just forgive them. Like man, Houston is. I don't. I'm give me the war. I'm taking the Warriors. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell gonna destroy. Oh Westbrook. Hey, bro, it's not. It's, listen, it ain't that far fetched. They lost uh-huh. to be the Seven Sixers. The way they, I mean, not the Seven Sixers, uh, the Kings. The way the Rockets play basketball, they can be beat by anybody. Because if anyway. they, if if they're not making threes, then it ain't like they're gonna stop shooting them. And they, and they turning the ball over double the rate of what they of what they were a year ago. Yep. Yep. I mean, but I'm taking the Rockets. The just because I could name their starting lineup and I came mm-hmm. for the Warriors. So, yeah. um, let's save Clippers Lakers for last. Um, Pelicans and Nuggets. Nuggets. Next. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> Nuggets. Um, <laughs> so, Clippers, Clippers Lakers. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I, did, <laughs> I did see something about this recently and I'm, I'm finally agreeing with it. Alvin Gentry is time for him to be fired, like for real now. Now it's time for him to be fired. Because coming into this season, and mostly because I'm a Lakers fan, so I've seen Lonzo, I've seen Josh Hart, I've seen Brandon Ingram. You add Zion, yeah, he hasn't been there. Okay, cool. But you still got J.J. Reddick. You still got Drew Holiday, who they're saying on the trade block now. Mm-hmm. But you you have a talented roster to where you should have been in one more than seven games at this point. I... I didn't think it was a good hire to begin with because um, we've seen him as a head coach before already. But, uh, but again, the I didn't think it was a good hire in the first place. But, again, they they missed a window when, you know, when you get a new GM and they, got, they already got a coach in place, that's usually when you move on from that. It's the perfect, hey, it's your built-in excuse. You ain't the guy I hired. This is my job for the most part. This is the biggest part of my job to pick my guy to be the head coach. And they didn't have a good record before that. Your star has already been traded. Just go ahead and fire the coach, bro. And, and then and then whatever coach you bring in at this point, it's already a, a, a roster that's trying to change a lot of stuff. It's going to be a bad season for for the for your guy. So you should have you should have just fired him when you got a job. The only reason I say you stick with Gentry in that point is if, which obviously I feel like this is the case, there wasn't there wasn't that coaching candidate who they really wanted to roll with. So if you fire Gentry and you end up with somebody who you don't really care for, you, well now I can't fire him after one season. Yeah, I kind of roll them over into a second one, and maybe they feel like there's going to be that somebody who's going to be there this next off season that yeah. they feel comfortable going forward with. Maybe. Um, Clippers Lakers. Um, 
as long as everybody's healthy this time around, I am going with the Lakers. Like I, it's been this way for me the whole time. I feel like, I feel like even if you want to tell me that the Clippers have the better team, you can't convince me that they have the better duo. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, whenever those two guys feel like getting up for something, which they will primetime Christmas Day against somebody who y'all trying to make <clears throat> a rival who's not really a rival to us because they ain't won nothing. Mm-hmm. LeBron getting up for that. He gets up every Christmas. And AD loves being in this spotlight that he wasn't getting in New Orleans and being able to mm-hmm. remind people, look, I'm top five. Y'all forgot about me because I was down there in New Orleans and nah, I'm top five. And they're going to show that on Christmas. Yeah. The Clippers, they won the game without Paul George on opening night. Mm -hmm. Um, Paul George just fit in seamlessly. Of course. The Lakers, I said, bro, they're an older team. So some of these games, when they play in their peer group, they I don't feel like they're gonna win in December, in in February. Mm-hmm. But um, when it matters at the end of the year, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like it, this is gonna be a big game, and they got younger, fresher legs, more bodies, more continuity in these spots. I think the Clippers going to win. I think the Clippers going to win this one. But I still feel like another conversation I'm, I'm not going to get in. LeBron's still the best player in the league. I just want to say that real quick. LeBron is the best, still the best player in the league, and I still feel like the Lakers are the best team in the league. But this feels like another one of those Clippers statement games. What's the statement? Oh no, I'm you know I'm talking you know the media narrative this early in the King of LA blah 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 bullshit. And this is what I think it is. For, I, I think because you you say that about these games not being that important, of course, but because they're not, of course. But after losing the opening night and the the attention. The media wants to give, like I just said, this "quote unquote" rivalry. Mm. I don't. I, I think this is this is falling right in line with LeBron, with what he's already doing this season, showing. Look, I'm still that dude. Y'all forgot last year because of injuries, and no, I'm still that dude. And Anthony Davis, y'all forgot about me because I was hitting in New Orleans. I'm still that dude. Yep. This is. And being able to do it up against this team on Christmas, I think they're gonna show out. Right, I said that when they, I, I text you when they got Anthony there. I said they're gonna win the whole thing. They, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I do not care what they fill the rest of the roster out with. And and we still was able to fill out the roster better than I could have imagined us doing. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, um, you got anything else? That is. It's all right. We'll see y'all on Christmas. What's up, everybody? 
Check out Friendly Fire every Thursday as we discuss the latest and most intriguing topics in sports. Also, make sure to follow us on Twitter and on Facebook at Friendly Fire 08.